Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. Welcome to Outbound Metrics, the number one podcast for audio case studies of outbound sales campaigns for B2B service and software companies. If you own or work for a SaaS company, digital marketing agency, or lead generation agency, and you want to generate more revenue for your company using cold outreach, you're in the right place. There's no other podcast that goes as in-depth into winning outbound sales campaigns as this one. In each episode, we reverse engineer and deconstruct what's working right now in cold outreach. I'm Morgan Williams, and over the past couple of years, I've had the opportunity to interview dozens of agency owners, SaaS founders, and growth consultants on this podcast about how they craft high-converting, multi-channel outbound sales campaigns. And this has given me unique insight into what's working right now in the outbound sales industry. That includes onboarding, how to find data and prospects, how to use multiple channels like email, the phone, LinkedIn, direct mail, voicemail, social media, and more. I have also had the opportunity to spend my entire 13-year and counting career involved in generating new business for a variety of B2B software and service companies, which brings us to today's episode. In this episode, we'll take a look at how the co-founders of a lead generation agency developed a method for helping their client book meetings and start relationships with some of the biggest names in U.S. real estate. This clever approach turned into a method that their client continues to use to open doors to some of the largest brokerages in North America to this day. After reaching out to 500 people using a simple three-step automated process, they landed at 20 to 30 meetings five demos, and closed two enterprise deals worth over six figures. This is a very in-depth episode, and I know you'll get a ton out of it. I'll see you on the other side. What if you knew exactly how to use cold email, LinkedIn, the phone, and other sales channels to get new meetings and customers for your B2B product or service? Morgan Williams is an enterprise sales rep that's obsessed with cold outreach. If you're sick and tired of fluff, theory, and general advice on how to sell to cold prospects from people who haven't sold anything in the past 20 years and instead want detailed, tactical, step-by-step instruction, this is the podcast for you. Each week, he'll interview salespeople, consultants, and entrepreneurs about actual outbound sales campaigns they've run with real numbers and results. Each conversation will be a deep dive into deconstructing a specific campaign's results as well as the strategy behind it. You'll get the opportunity to peek behind the curtain and see what's actually working now in cold outreach. Welcome Welcome to to Outbound Outbound Metrics. Alex Ivanov is the co-founder of Hypernova Marketing, a lead generation agency that offers a full suite of integrated marketing services focused on growing your business. Their expert marketing team leverages five plus years of multi-brand management experience in order to make strategic recommendations based on data, proven best practices, and constant innovation. Alex, pleasure to have you on. Are you ready to dive in? 
Of course, man. Pleasure to be here. Awesome. So first off the bat, how does your agency get results? Of course. So we do offer the full suit, but right now for, I would say, 90% of our clients, we focus exactly on cold email. I would say we do semi-personalized and then scaled cold outreach. Gotcha. Semi-personalized cold outreach at scale. And what would you say makes you different from the other lead generation agencies or marketing agencies? So definitely the way we stand out is through three ways. First of all, we really focus on targeting. Let's say right like one of our clients says right off the bat, they're looking for someone that's interested in, uh, I don't know, IT development or something. So we might look for new hires. Maybe if they're hiring for some kind of particular position, we just try to find those people that have a much higher intent as opposed to just, you know, like emailing everyone. Apart from that, we try to understand our audience really well. And of course, write good copy. And we write, to incorporate a lot of humor into our messaging. For example, let's say for targeting startups, man, we will put stuff like seals, puppies, you know, just whatever to grab their attention mm-hmm. uh, and just to improve those results. So I would say those are the three key things that makes it stand out. Cool. And productized pricing or custom? I would say we have productized pricing. So we have, I'm not sure, can I mention the exact price here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's like $2,800. That's for a 20 lead minimum. Uh, that's pretty much for all clients. But then we do guarantee at least 20, but for most clients, we aim to deliver at least 30 to 50 leads per month. Gotcha. And and, and since we're talking about leads, what do, you, what do you classify as a lead? So we pretty much classify a lead as a positive response. So they'll be interested in a call. Uh, they might be asking for pricing. And whatnot. So not all of them would necessarily jump on a call, but at least they have some kind of interest in uh, what you're offering. Got you. Something that continues the conversation. Yeah. Cool. And who is your ideal customer, Hypernovas? So ideally right now, 90% of our clients are pretty much funded SaaS, just looking to generate more outbound interest. And they're, of course, in the B2B market. Gotcha. Funded B2B SaaS. Cool, cool. And at what stage typically? Uh, it would be like startup and scale up. I would say we don't go more than 100 employees because at that point, a lot of them want to have it uh, have an internal team. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And any specific round that they're at, funding round? I mean, we don't look into that as much. It's more like if they're looking you know, to scale their outbound efforts, or especially if they're targeting like more high ticket sales, like even above two thousand dollars per sale, it would just be a good fit. It would just make sense, uh, you know, ROI wise for them. Gotcha, makes sense. Awesome. So the case study we're looking at today, let's set the stage. And this is for is this is this a campaign that you ran for your own company or for a customer? It's for a customer. Okay, cool. What what industry is that customer in? During the real estate uh, space, they were specifically, yeah, they're targeting the U.S. Cool. And uh, what problem do they solve? Like, what do they sell to solve that problem? Basically, you know, the real estate space in the U.S., it's very interesting. Like, I'm from Europe. It's a bit different here. But, you know, a lot of people there make a lot of money. So there's like a lot of parties. Mm -hmm. That's why there needs to be transaction management software which is basically kind of like 
you know, it's not exactly a CRM. It just helps you manage the whole deal, like close all the documents, making sure all the parties signed, nothing gets lost and so on. So that's one of their product. And the other one is basically offer management. Uh, that's where, you know, you have a property. And uh, right now, actually, the market is really hot. So mm-hmm. especially agents in like areas like Texas, California, they're receiving like a ton of offers. And uh, with that tool, they can basically, you know, match all those 30, 40, 50 offers. They have to, of course, show it to their client. Like that's actually something mandatory. And they can easily do that with that tool as well. Gotcha. So they have two two main pieces of software. One is uh, to manage the offers that come in so they can keep, so agents or realtors can keep those organized. The other one is to you know manage the actual transition, multiple parties involved in every real estate deal, right? So this software helps manage that. So exactly, are they reaching out to like who who is this? Who is your client's ideal customer then that you're essentially reaching out to? Cold. Yeah, so their ideal customer would be residential real estate brokers or C level execs, you know, VP level, like decision maker level. Mm-hmm. Uh, who have some kind of residential real estate brokerage and have anywhere 50 agents and above, like even up to 5,000 agents. Gotcha. Okay. Nice. Very, very specific. Cool. So we've got who's their ideal customer and, and who they're prospecting. So take us into your process for you know, how you're developing this campaign. How are you, how are you finding these people and, and kind of what are you thinking about as you're getting started? Yeah, of course. So we've worked with them for a while. It's been over a year, even like close to two years. We know them very well, like uh, the, I guess, agents and brokers in general. Where we start out normally is, of course, like with the initial targeting. So we say, of course, we want over 50 agents. Mm-hmm. So we can dive in into lists like uh, like we use tools like Seamless AI, Apple.io. So those are just like regular databases that I'm sure a lot of your viewers might have heard or not. And then there's also stuff like um, MLSs. So that's basically where the network where everyone like puts their property. And there's mm. even lists that they've provided us with. Like uh, T360 is one good uh, list provider for that specific industry. That's kind of how we start. And then do you want me to dive into the messaging part? Yeah. Well, in a, in a, in a bit, we can get to that. I just want to, I'll recap. Like, so we've got two tools that are, right, you can mm-hmm. use to find people in any industry, Seamless, Apollo, and then two ones that are niche specific or real estate specific, the MLS and D360. Before we go into messaging, I'd like to, at a high level, look at how many steps your process is, kind of what happens at each step, and then we'll, we can dive into messaging there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just the overall process, of course, first we sit down with the client. We're like, okay, who you know, are you looking to target? In this case, we already know like 50 agents and above. And we've tried you know, a bunch of things for these brokers and these CLO execs. And we've just learned like these people, they're very focused on exposure, like they're very extroverted. So, you know, they kind of have, in a way, they have a higher ego, I would say it. So we're like, when we tried, you know, to sell direct to them, like, okay, buy this product or check out this demo, it wasn't as effective. What we kind of figured out in this case was we created the webinar series with our client 
where we could invite these people for them to participate in the webinar, which would bring exposure to the client and to the person we're inviting as a guest speaker, but also potentially create, you know, a sales opportunity for our clients. And basically, you know, the idea behind this type of campaign was to invite these people as guest speakers on this uh, webinar series that we created. Nice. So how, how many people did you end up inviting to that? We pretty much stopped because they were overbooked. But I think like last month, it was about uh, like over 20 people, even close to 30. Gotcha. Okay, nice. That's pretty large. Cool. So 20 yeah, to 30. It was just like, there were so many people, like they couldn't even uh, fit them anymore. Yeah. And this was, okay, this was online webinar, 20 to 30 speakers. So you decided, and, and what was the, the topic of the webinar? Yeah. The cool thing is here, we just tell them we base the topic of their expertise. Like we really want to bring someone, you know, because they're just used to speaking about what they know. A lot of times they try to base it around the product. So it's still somewhat connected. So they might talk about, you know, multiple offer scenario in Texas, or they might talk about some other topic, like maybe tech related in the real estate space, but mm -hmm. they were pretty open to it. The main focus was to bring in someone who's, you know, high value in a sense that, you know, it became a sale, uh, it would be worth to the company. Yeah. I mean, whatever the guests liked, they would go with it overall. Gotcha. Okay. Smart. Smart. So we've got this webinar, we've got a topic, and now I'd like to go into what that messaging looks like when you, when you know, okay, I, we want to do this webinar, we want to reach out to speakers. How do we actually, what's the, what's the messaging that goes out to them? How do you reach out to them? Yeah, I'll just jump into it here. But overall, what we've learned specifically for the real estate space, and this is kind of different um, what we're doing for our clients. Uh, but they just like very, very like uh, straightforward messaging. And I'll just read some of it here. Just check it out. Basically, this is how we structure it. Like the first sentence is pretty much like we say something like, I'm really impressed with your brokerage performance in 2020. Because all the people that we picked, we know they had like good sales volume and whatnot the last year. Uh, so it's relevant to them. And then like, the body after that, it's like we invite them to the as a guest speaker. We also mention social proof. So the webinar series, it gets over a thousand viewers across all social channels. So we definitely mention that because the key thing is here. We understand that these people, uh, they want this exposure as well. And we use that because it helps them grow their business. So if they know they have like over a thousand agents watching them and whatnot, that can help their business grow. So that's why they're also so you know hyped up about the webinar because it obviously gives them value before jumping. And we also mentioned stuff like you know big names in the industry who've uh, also joined the webinar. Sure. Pretty much day free. What we do is uh, we pretty much do this for our clients. We just write a simple bumping this up email, one or two sentences, and. You know, a trick that we learned here, we actually write at the bottom, sent from my iPhone. So it seems like it's uh, it's not automated at all. Sure. So I'm not sure if you know, like when you write uh, on your iPhone, you get that little, that little thing there. Yeah, like signature. Yeah. 
Yeah, and a lot of people they just at this point they're like, okay, this is not automated, automated at all. Sure, no, that's clever for sure. So you got a day one email, uh, a day three bump using yeah. that using that signature. Okay. Yep, and then day seven we pretty much bump it up again. This time, you know, we remind them there's over a thousand viewers, and then uh, we even give them a screenshot of like previous big names and even like a link if they want to check it out. By the way, normally, excuse me, actually in the first and second email, we avoid links at all. Like we try to get them only through text. Only in the third email, we send them pretty much a link for them to check it out. Gotcha. So you're re in the in the third email on day seven, you're re-emphasizing the social proof by reminding them of the viewership and the previous, you know, larger people in the industry who are going to be speaking that they could speak alongside of and sending them a link to the webinar. Exactly. Cool. Cool. And so now it's been seven days, three emails. Do you, do you follow up again after that? So in this case, we didn't because the campaign was doing so well, but for most of our clients, like our last, last email it's always like some kind of breakup email where, you know, answer one, two, three, like you're too busy right now, or you're not interested, or maybe some kind of ninja kitten has like, has you, has caught your hands or something. Like we, we use something funny uh, normally. Yeah. Like a, like a final strip line email to get that emotional exactly. response. Yeah. Even if it's like a no, it's just better to know, like not to contact them. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, cool. Very simple, straightforward to the point. Awesome. So, and this was all email, no, um, any other channels or all email? Yeah. It's just email. It's largely because of the audience. Like we know these people, they're not as active on LinkedIn. Phone is cool, but I mean, they respond a lot on email because they're just on there all the time. Like even agents, brokers, that's their main, main channel of communication. Right. And that's why a lot of times, like here, if you talk to people like who send emails here, it's always like above 60 to 70% open rates. Like sometimes they even pull out stuff from the spam because their clients might have sent something. There. Oh, sure. Yeah. They're, they're, they're essentially salespeople, right? I mean, they're in their inbox all the time. So. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Cool. I, I, I get that for sure. So we've got these people and I want to go into the actual stats of, of how this performed. But first, I want to talk about the how did the webinar go? And maybe after that, we can talk briefly about, you know, transitioning this into a sales conversation and how that went. So the webinar. So 20, 30 speakers over over one day or multiple days. And like, how did it how did it do? So the way they do it is it's a weekly recurring webinar. So actually normally one or two free speakers max, they appear on a weekly series. So it's like they book them for a couple of weeks. And normally it goes really well because it's a topic they're passionate about. And the way it works, you know, before the webinar, obviously you don't want to do any sales. It's mostly afterwards. And it just kind of, it kind of comes natural because when they join and they start sharing stuff for you, and I wasn't the one leading the conversation, was the salesperson, but he knows that uh, once they start sharing this stuff, uh, it's natural for them to also ask about you or, you know, like 
okay, we're calling this webinar. Here's a quick view of our products. And just afterwards, it's completely natural for them to check out the demo or even if they're not interested uh, to actually refer someone. Okay. So you, so you had organically, after these people are talking about themselves, they start asking about the company that invited them. Right. And it's like, man, before like, you know, selling to you, like we're already friends and uh, afterwards it's like, it's much, much easier because we already have some kind of relationship. Mm hmm. Gotcha. Who's running this live series? Someone from your from the customer's company or from your client's company? Or are you guys running it? So it's from our it's our client basically. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much it was before it was their CEO and whatnot, but now it's mostly their like chief revenue officer, or it's like the main uh, salesperson mm-hmm. who's pretty much running it. So and it makes more sense because you know. He's the guy that afterwards, once they become actual sales opportunity, um, he would continue the conversation. And all it was funny, like we had even another salesperson who was like, man, I hate this. Like they don't come completely, you know, interested. Like they don't want to buy immediately. But then the chief revenue officer, he's like, dude, look, this is really awesome because these are big, big companies. Like we've had brokerages that are in the top. 100 or even top 10 in the US, they came in as guest speakers. And it's completely true that you know, not all of them converted into sales, but actually some of them did afterwards. They had demos and whatnot. They even closed some deals. I nice. think they closed like two enterprise deals from these campaigns. Awesome. Awesome. So this is naturally, you know, you're naturally... You're using this web series or this webinar series as context to begin a relationship. And then that leads into a sales conversation naturally with some. Exactly. So going into the stats of the campaign. So for that email campaign, what did that look like in terms of how many people you were reaching out to and how many said they would get on the webinar? What what were some of the stats you were tracking there? So we pretty much split over different regions because they were targeting further Arizona, Texas. Overall, we had about a 60% open rate, which is good. We could have done better. And then the reply rate, it was anywhere from 15 to 20%. And the cool thing is that from those replies, like the actual positive replies, it was like above 50%. Oh, nice. So a 15 to 20% reply rate in half of those or a little over half of those were positive. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Okay, cool. When you when uh, you had speakers join the webinar, did they did they let you in on uh, how many people came into their pipeline, or, or or how many people out of those twenty to thirty that you had on started a sales conversation, and what those turned into? I know you mentioned the two enterprise deals, but curious if you knew anything else about that. Yeah, so we're still honestly like working on a better way to track that. Um, a few months ago, we started like putting it on HubSpot more accurately. But for now, I would just say those two enterprise deals and their ones, uh, I know they're still having conversations. I think they already had like, no, because it's 2030, but they're booked in the months ahead. Right now in the past month, I think they had at least like four or five demos with previous guests. 
So it's kind of like a compound effect. Like you need to get them on the webinar till that happens, you know, maybe a week or like a month passes. And afterwards, you know, they start turning into a potential sales lead. Sure. It's more of a long-term approach, but not yeah, too long. Exactly. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, within, you know, within a month of being on the show, I mean, I, I would say that's, I mean, that's actually fairly, fairly quick for an enterprise deal. Right. But it's more of a, a long-term strategy, like big picture. Yeah. Well, and it just depends on where they're at as well. Like obviously the bigger they are, they might not need this type of solution right now. They might need it like even months later. But for this client, we've also seen, you know, even they were to have the webinar, even if they were not interested to, you know, be sold to right now, maybe like two, like three, four, five, even six months down the line, they can convert. Like really the way this industry works, you just need to keep following up with them like every month. At some point, they will just be ready to buy. For sure. For sure. Like just, just staying top of mind, right? Following up and eventually the timing is going to be right for them to try something exactly. new. Exactly. Awesome, man. Do you know how, you know how uh, the size of those two enterprise deals? You mean like money work for them? Yeah. Yeah. Money-wise for them, let me calculate. Well, I'll just give you, they were about, I would say 800 agents and the way they charge. So one of them was 800 agents. They charge about five dollars per agent per like month. Mm-hmm. Let me just calculate that. So it's like five times eight hundred. That's like four thousand times twelve. That's like forty-eight thousand. Yeah, about I'll say forty-eight thousand each for the whole year. Nice. And for them, to be honest, it's also not as much as the revenue, but they care about also about the market exposure because the way the real estate industry works is like if one big brokerage is using these tools offer management, they place it on their MLS. And this is the tool where all the agents use it. Uh, And let's say, you know, even frequent agents from this acronym brokerage start using this tool, like over, you know, a couple of thousand agents, they'll be exposed to the tool and it will just start, they will just start organically coming to the website and the product, like it will just start selling on its own because they're already seeing their, you know, other agents using it. They're like, okay, that's cool. So the key thing here is we're trying to get these big clients so we can have this network effect. That's interesting uh, feature of how that works, but I can definitely see that. So not only are they, you know, getting a customer, they're also getting like somewhat of a, a salesperson or somebody who's who's helping expose their brand, right? Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. And so this was out of reaching out based on your numbers. This is this is of the like reply rates and positive reply rates. This is based off of emailing about three hundred or so people in the campaign. Let me see. If, yeah, I would, well, it was more than three hundred. I would say it was like even five hundred people. Okay, cool. Great results. Check Alex out, hypernovamarketing.com. That's hypernovamarketing.com. Alex, it was a pleasure to have you on and hear about your, your experience in this campaign. I'm sure people will get some great ideas from this. It was a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you so awesome. much for having me. You too. You take it easy. Have a good one. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. 
If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend. Thanks for listening. Thank you.